0: Welcome to the Bluebird Uncaged podcast. We are a collective whose mission is to bring hope and dignity through dance. We believe art shapes culture and want to steward our gifts with wisdom and excellence to point people to Jesus. From hosting festivals and live performances to producing multimedia content, to serving internationally, we seek to foster community among dance artists. We'd love to meet you and connect on our social media platforms at Bluebird Uncaged, but until then, enjoy today's episode. Hi friends, um, Rebecca Diago here, and welcome to the first ever Bluebird Uncaged podcast. So I was originally planning on launching the podcast in June. But, you know, because of COVID-19, um, I've had a little extra time on my hands, and it's here early! Woohoo! Uh, this wasn't exactly how I thought the first episode was going to pan out. But I think considering the circumstances, you're going to find this much more helpful and encouraging than what I had originally planned. Um, we'll get to what I had originally planned eventually, but, you know what's going as planned these days it seems like nothing and uh, I just wanted to talk about that a little bit at the beginning uh, about you know so when everything started shutting down uh, I was just reminded of James four thirteen through 15 which says now listen you who say And I just felt like that scripture became more and more evident as things kept getting canceled. And um, as things kept getting canceled, I felt personally just a cloud kind of coming over me. And um, I'm a problem solver. And so, of course, one of my my reaction was to be like, "Well, well, how can I fix it? How can I, you know, make things work and work around, you know, whatever is going on? and I just kept trying to stay positive, and, but the whole time, in the back of my mind, I just kept thinking, it's not supposed to be this way, and it's not supposed to be this way, people aren't supposed to be dying from an invisible enemy, and it's not, like, it's really, it's not supposed to be this way, so I kept trying to, you know, combat that with being thankful, and being grateful, and there are so many things to be grateful for, and I was, I was thinking, yeah, it's, I'm so grateful for technology, but dance is not supposed to be taught through tiny rectangles on a screen. And, and I'm, I'm really, really grateful that we have a basement that's big enough for me to dance in, but I'm not supposed to have like have my hands touch the air ducts when I lift them to fifth position and guys I'm not that tall I'm 5'2 so I'm not supposed to be you know confined to this small space of this little square of Marley I, like I'm so grateful that I have this Marley but it's it's a little square that's like six feet by six feet and it's really not supposed to be this way and and you know eventually like one day I just I just laid on the Marley and I cried and I'll be honest about that and it it's definitely been days like that throughout these weeks and something that I've learned is it's, it's okay to grieve you know it, it's okay to feel sad about things and going back you know just thinking about the plans that we were making and going back to the James passage you know I was planning on having a really cool tie-dye party for my birthday back in the end of March and And then Bluebird was planning on going to New Hampshire, and we were going to join Saving Grace Dance Ensemble for their annual New England Inspirational Dance Collective. And we had been rehearsing this super cute um, new piece, and we were going to do Beautiful Things, which was our very first project. And uh, on that trip, we were also supposed to stop in New York City, to you know check out a potential performance venue for leader and to visit my brother and sister-in-law but of course you know all of that didn't happen and i'm learning that you know it's okay to say man i wish i could have experienced that or it's 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 okay to admit i was really looking forward to that and it didn't happen and i know A a lot of you have experienced similar things, like you got graduations canceled, or you, um, or a lot of spring concerts and recitals and end of the year performances have been canceled as well. And it feels like you might be missing out on something. And yeah, you know, in a way, we are missing out on something. But also, I go back to if I truly believe that God is sovereign, and that he has ordained all of my days, you know, before I was born, then I'm actually exactly where I'm supposed to be. And in that sense, it is supposed to be like this. No, the world's not supposed to be broken. And no evil and all of them... (laughs) everything like terrible happening is the world is God didn't design it to be that way but he did design the world for us to have a relationship with him and and he can use the circumstances to draw us closer to him and so in that sense whatever we're struggling with and whatever God is using during this time to call us closer to him you know it is supposed to be this way and we can rest in the knowledge that Jesus has everything under control like he is still on the throne nothing is beyond him and you guys he is our hope hope is not canceled I'm going to say it again friends hope is not canceled and you're exactly where he needs you to be Naomi Van Brunt and Naomi is a really, really good friend of mine. And she actually was in the very, very first Bluebird Uncaged project, um, the Beautiful Things video. So I think it's kind of fitting that she's on our very first podcast episode. So Naomi is dancing with the LA Dance Project out in California currently. And um, I'm excited to hear what she has to say about her experience during the coronavirus pandemic. So, hi, Naomi. Hey,
1: Rebecca. I'm <laughs> um, happy to be here with you, or at least on the phone with
0: you. Yeah.
1: It's kind of crazy. I keep forgetting that I was in the first, like, Bluebird project. Like, when you say that, I'm like, wow, that was so long ago.
0: I know, it was in 2012.
1: So eight years oh my ago. gosh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Well, I'm happy to be the first person on your
0: podcast. So Yay! Thank you <laughs> All right, so Naomi, tell us a little bit about where you're dancing currently and what you were doing immediately before the pandemic.
1: So I, as you stated, I am a dancer with LA Dance Project. Uh, it's a contemporary Dance company. Um, we're based in LA, but we do quite a bit of touring all over the world. Um, the artistic director is Benjamin Millipede, and uh, this is actually the first season with the company I joined back in September. Uh, and I guess kind of when all of this started, I was on tour in France. Actually, um, I we had known about the the coronavirus, but it. We, it had been more of like a foreign thing. You know, it wasn't state, it was stateside, but it wasn't, you know, we weren't taking the precautions we we're taking now. So it was more, I felt like I was more fearful going there than I was leaving. And to be honest, it was actually a really beautiful time. And we were in um, the time coming back. I was in the south of France, I was in Marseille, and a bunch of like the dancers, we all had just gotten there we'd been touring it was like our last leg of the tour and so we went out to this Moroccan restaurant and it was such a beautiful night we walked back to our hotel you know those nights when the uh, like air is just perfect you don't need a jacket yeah. you just and that's what it felt like it was nice because it had been it had been cold and raining other parts of France that we were in and I woke up the next morning at 8 a.m in France to about like 27 text messages and emails and Calls and that's not normal, so I was really confused. And so I got a an email from our executive director saying, "Travel ban, um, read immediately." And I was like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" You <laughs> know, <And we're> basically, <laughs> well, travel ban, yeah, I know we we kind of been removed. We had been seeing what was going on in the news, you know, but just touring, your kind of focuses, you know, which city you are in, experiencing, you know, dancing and trying to stay awake for a performance you know (laughs) during jet lagged uh so those were it's so funny those seem like it seemed super intense at the moment but now i'm like oh wow i wish i had those responsibilities back they seem so light you know what i mean Mm -hmm. we made it back safely um
0: so you had to cut the tour short
1: yeah so the tour thankfully it was only cut short by about a day we were supposed to leave Saturday afternoon and so that mean, meant our flight would have gotten in Saturday here in LA at 10 p.m. which would have been past the uh the travel ban that was instated by Trump saying um it was like Friday at uh midnight. That oh well, wow. like so y'all so got in just it. in time. Yeah, thankfully, I mean, I'm so grateful to, like, the staff at LA Dance Project, they immediately saw that uh, interview that the president gave, and within, probably after I woke up, they had already, like, switched our flight to leave the, like, early Friday morning, so it was just really crazy everything, we had just gotten to Marseille, we had taken a flight, and then once we we're there, woke up the next day, and we're supposed to have the day off and then have the show. That was not, that just didn't happen.
0: Oh, well. Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that was the only thing that kind of sucked, is um, we were supposed to, we had this performance, and apparently it was supposed to be the best theater, oh. too, and um, I was looking forward to exploring that, because it just seemed like such a beautiful town by the water, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: So. So, that's Okay. Oh, yeah, that's a bummer that you didn't get to do the last show. Yeah. But you came back and so you probably had you had to self quarantine for two weeks because you had been traveling, right? Yes. And then they instated the shelter in place.
1: Yes. Um, so that was that was tough too because, you know, during that time it was real just a day by day thing of us figuring out like, oh, well, quarantine for two weeks and it's like oh okay well only gathering of 60 people or in the gathering of 20 only gathering to you know it each day and um uh, things that we knew and it was unfortunate because i was super excited to go to a friend of mine their wedding in denver um which is where i was living before i moved to la I was there for about three years so i was super excited to see all my friends again and just being back in denver you know uh so that was unfortunate. I before even all of this said, I, I told them that I couldn't go, which really broke <laughs> broke my heart too. Um, just because I've been traveling, uh, they still got married. It was just significantly <laughs> smaller at their parents' house, so I'm happy. And they rescheduled their reception later. So um, yeah, it it was just really crazy because when we were in France, which I know most people would say, like, oh, was it worse there? And, to be honest, most people they were very concerned but it wasn't, you know, steal like buying so many things from the grocery store, like kind of how we were here mm-hmm. in America and it was really frustrating to come back and you know, we had to self quarantine and couldn't get anything from the grocery store because it was all gone. Oh no. And we did my roommate is also a dancer so it was nice that we i could quarantine with him and we were just felt like super defeated because we're like oh my gosh we just want to get food so we can you know <laughs> do the responsible thing stay at home and i'm so thankful for my brother because he bought me food from the grocery store um my most of my family i'm actually from california so most a lot of my family is here so i'm so thankful i texted him he's like don't worry i I got you. Bringing you food, sweet brother. Yeah, I love, love, love my family, and so thankful um, that I'm close to them during this time.
0: Oh. So, what's been the worst thing about being in isolation and quarantine so far? Because you've been at it almost two months now.
1: Yeah. Um, Oh. It's, it's so tough there, there's a lot of different things i would say well i'm very intro or extroverted sorry not introverted i'm a very extroverted person i love people i love talking to them and having conversations which you know i can still do like we're doing right now on a phone and we've spoken to each other many times and facetime but you know there's nothing like sitting in a room and just talking to someone yeah. um or even being in uh a restaurant or you know things like that it, it's one thing that I really appreciated are at least I realized how many like little blessings we have even though they don't seem like blessings you know going to the grocery store being surrounded by a ton of people not having to wash off everything you know it's just it's interesting but I think I miss just being in or even having like a game night with friends at your house yeah things like that. that's been the most um yeah, I think that's been the hardest for me, for sure.
0: Yeah, I was just thinking the other day that, I mean, we as much as we can do with technology, I'm so grateful for that. I don't think anything is going to replace actually experiencing something with another person or sharing the experience of something.
1: Mm-hmm. No, that's, um, that's so true. Like, it's been beautiful to dance with, you know, the dancers of the world all over via zoom and instagram and you know google hangout whatever platform people are using um but it's uh there's nothing like as you know dancing on stage with someone um being in the studio sweating together going through those ups and downs all together um that like you said those experiences you can't really replace that
0: yeah and i think also in our industry and in our art form um hopefully people will, will realize that there's nothing like a live performance either. That's an experience that the mm-hmm. dancers and the audience share together as well that can't come across in the sc- uh, from a screen.
1: Exactly, exactly. That's so true.
0: So how have you been staying in shape if you're being at home <laughs> and like, is it hard to stay motivated?
1: Um, yeah, I think so. You know, it's so funny. I mean, you know some people they're like pre-warm-up Whatever they get ready for class of the day is like different for each dancer and i know for me i'm that person that needs to be like in this studio before class at least 30 minutes before so i can like you know tell myself my body this is about to happen to you warm up go through the whole you know you know the whole process so it's interesting when I can just literally roll up
0: yeah.
1: and just go to my living room, move my couch, bring a chair and, you know, take a ballet class. So I, that's been, you know, just a, a different experience for me as well. But I find I've been taking class and then there was a period of time where I was just not interested in taking a class, yeah. you know, when you just, you need that time and I found doing a lot of yoga and, like, Pilates and, you know, cardio exercise, going on a walk, that, um, I don't know, having that pause away from it, because I think I was more so just frustrated that I was not in a studio dancing um, and just missed being, you know, when you're at bar and you look around and you see your coworkers or you see other people, I miss that, so... I think that's been super helpful. Going on walks and doing other like other activities, cross training outside of a dance class to stay in shape.
0: Yeah, I, I I definitely agree. And you know, sometimes we don't feel like giving ourselves a bar. and That's totally fine. There's no shame in not doing your plies and tandus that day. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> So, taking all of that into consideration, what has been the best thing so far from the past few months of experience? Oh,
1: um, well, I actually did, I know it sounds like, how can you do this, but I did a silent retreat, actually.
0: Oh, um, that's cool.
1: Yeah. Um, Kendall Green, who you know, Rebecca mm-hmm. as well, The others don't. She's one of my good friends and her family. They own a non-profit ministry and they do a lot of retreats and they were scheduled to have a silent retreat um, and obviously they decided to do it via Zoom and you know it's so funny I normally would never have been able to do that you know with work schedule yeah. and A it was beautiful because I needed that time with um, with God you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I you know me as an individual, I think I am very much, if you, you know, take the Enneagram test at all, I'm very much an achiever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what I do. A three. Yeah, three. (laughs) So, I'm very much, like, into all sorts of things to, like, help myself pursue to just, like, achieve success. And also, I like to just do things and not just sit around. So, I didn't realize that I needed that time to just be be with God and not do anything and it was kind of crazy, a lot of things that I feel like I neglected inside of myself that I needed um, and things that I just didn't really address and I'm also an internal person and I you know those sick times where you know that you have, you know that you have that time that you just need and sometimes you kind of put it off because you don't want to address it Yeah, uh, I think that was definitely a thing for me, so it's It's just to have that stillness, which I haven't had in so long. Um, And it was really good to have that time. And I just realized how I missed it. And also how hard it is to do when you're at home um, with so many distractions.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what do you think, like, what is, is that the biggest thing that God's been teaching you? Is just drawing you closer to his heart or any, like, one, if you had to narrow it down to one thing.
1: Oh, for me, in that time that I spent, I think uh, definitely surrender is my, it's drawing, finding that joy, having that relationship again, and surrender has just been like a big, big, big thing in my life, especially in the past year or so. Uh, and it was only confirmed with that. I, the big thing for me is also with being an achiever is surrendering your timeline that you have for yourself. Yeah. Um, and that's in every facet. And I, I think I had spoken to you about this
0: mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, whenever we spoke on the phone, but I,
1: I have this trust issue or I trust God with literally every aspect of my life. And when it comes to relationship, I don't have the same level of trust, hmm. if that makes sense. Like, yeah. in terms of, like, finding my husband and things like that. So that is one of the things that I is surrender every single thing. And it's hard. Yeah, it's really hard. definitely.
0: It's a daily <laughs> but process.
1: But I'm trying. You know, I'm trying.
0: Cool. Cool. So, like, thinking about your faith and dance, how have you seen that intersect um, not not just in this situation, but throughout your career,
1: oh, yeah, that's a good one um it I think as I've grown stronger in my faith, um so has my uh i guess ability to see God and everything in like the studio and daily life and work uh i it's funny, I feel as though. It's, I mean, looking back on it, I always sense God's presence, even, you know, earlier stages of my career and now. And I think I just didn't think of it that way, you know. And now I'm able to find so much more joy in my dancing, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. I am not, I mean, obviously I'm still worried about, like, also I'm a perfectionist, what dancer isn't. Um, <laughs> but I've, I'm trying, I'm really learning to try and let that go outside of like a technique class when you know. Yeah. And when I'm on stage I'm like, Mammy, I mean, just enjoy it, like, you know, just help dance with God. That I think that's been a big thing. It's just like when I usually I have a prayer I pray before each performance and I try to ask for, you know, it to not be about me. Mm-hmm. which I felt like so much in the past. was like, oh, I want to show that I'm a great dancer. I am going to show that I'm good. I, you know, me, me, me. Yeah. And so a big thing that I kind of like to lead into the prayer, I kind of start off by saying, like, not me, but you. Not me, but you. Not, And I kind of have to say that over and over again to really – because the goal is to really, regardless even if I'm dancing or whatever you're doing, it's really to bring, you know, people – I want people to see God's light in me yes yeah. that's,
0: that's kind of like the big my prayer for myself and I want them to at least
1: when they're dancing you experience God in his presence and not in a terms to elevate me but in terms to elevate him and um yeah I just have to pray that before I perform so that I don't forget um who I'm doing it for you know
0: yeah and I I yeah totally I love that but I can also say having seen you dance, I see God's light in you. She, guys, if you ever had a chance to watch Naomi dance, you need to go see her. She's like this amazing like ball of energy. She's super sassy, but she loves you. She's like the most, one of the most loyal friends too. So that comes out on stage in her dancing. If you guys ever get a chance to see her. Don't make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) One day, I'm gonna get her back on stage with Bluebird. We are going to do a project. Yeah, it's gonna happen. I promise. And one day, guys, um, I'm gonna have her back on to hear her full story. It's an amazing story. um, Just of her dance career, she's actually quit twice. Um, but you would never know that (laughs) so yes Naomi do you have any final thoughts um to add or do you have any advice for maybe a young student going through the pandemic and having their training interrupted
1: yeah um you know it's it's okay that it's not
0: you know what it what a traditional sense of like class and your training
1: looks like it's okay and you know surrender to that timeline i know what that feels like being like oh my gosh i was just progressing and was doing this and on that and then this happened and kind of i don't know where i saw it i saw it somewhere another dance teacher posted someone that i followed instagram was talking about use this time to go back to the basics
0: yeah
1: and um i found that so true it seems very simple but it's very true like kind of remember why you started dancing what is it that you love about it regardless of yeah you have to be so dedicated and the technique and you know progression and just it's it's so intense and from an early age that what we're doing but I, I really encourage you to kind of try and fall in love with it again
0: mm-hmm.
1: and be so kind to yourself I was not and it's something I still work on but I've moved tremendous like way more than what I was it's okay I think that's a big thing um it's okay enjoy the journey enjoy where you're at right now I know that's easier said than done but um God's bigger than the pandemic
0: oh yes he is
1: (laughs) And, and believe me I'm saying that now on the other side of things because I know um I know how it is, and it's easier to look back on it versus when you're in the situation. But, um, yeah, and yeah, I think the big thing is also uh, I'll get into it, you know, when I talk about my story, but also just know that one person's no is not a no for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, And also, you know, a person is not the gatekeeper to your life.
0: Oh, yes, same age.
1: (laughs) And that's one thing. Uh, that you know, is it's a huge was a huge weight that lifted off of my shoulders is a person and their opinion, the audience, your coworkers, your boss, your teachers. They're not, and so I hope that encourages um, young dancers. Yeah. But yeah, we'll get more into that when my story comes. But yes,
0: cool. Yes. <laughs> well, well, thank you so much, Naomi, for your time. This was um, yeah. really helpful. Thank and, you. Uh, Thanks so much for joining us for the first ever Bluebird Uncaged podcast. Before you go, I've got a few announcements for you. So if you've seen our social media on Instagram, we are doing live ballet classes at 11 a.m. Eastern time on Tuesdays and Thursdays and most Saturdays at 1 p.m. as well. So if you want to join me for ballet class in your living room, feel free to log on. We are also doing a collaboration. We want to see where you are social dancing. (laughs) Haha, get it? (laughs) Um, But anyway, go ahead and film yourself dancing. It can be improv or whatever. Details are on our website. And we're putting them into collaboration episodes of Hope Is Not Canceled. And we also have our merch line that launched a few weeks ago. Check out bluebirdmerch.com for some really cute sweatshirts, bracelets. And we're going to be coming out with some new products in May. So keep an eye out on that. As always, guys, it is an honor to dance through this life adventure with you. And if you ever need anything, feel free to reach out, DM me or um, email me whatever know that we are praying for you guys and we will see you next time thank you for listening to the bluebird uncaged podcast for more information about bluebird uncaged including tickets for upcoming performances joining our online community or how you can get involved in future bluebird projects visit our website at bluebirduncaged.com